It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor. Hello, good evening. Welcome to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Bonjour, Simon Marcel. Bonsoir, la belle Angie Taylor. Bonsoir. Bonsoir. We are in the ooh-la-la studios. I'm feeling, feeling very ooh-la-la right about now because it is summertime. It feels like summertime. It is. It is summertime. And Summer nights. Yes, and romance is in the air. Always in the air in the ooh-la-la studio. It is. And always. It's, it's always online at simonandangie.com. Let me say that. Uh, True. We, we talk all about love and romance and dating and relationships here. So we get a lot of emails mm-hmm. that come into simonandangie.com. I want to read an email uh, in a minute that I got. You got Somebody, an email? Somebody's mad at me. Somebody's mad at you? Somebody is mad at me. Why? Well, I'll tell you why. We're going to talk about that. But there's other great things. Usually somebody's mad at me for saying something. Oh, no, 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 no. But you're no. the romance. Yeah, you're, but sometimes, you and, know, and I, I, get, I get a little flack. You, oh, really? That's surprising. Okay. I've yet to see that. Uh, but also on simonandangie.com, I want to say, because I watched In Bed with Simon tonight mm-hmm. on the FYI channel. There is, and about that, there is some some good, good stuff coming. Imagine, you know, last episode we talked about social media. Okay. You know, and all of that. But this this one coming tonight, it's don't miss it. Don't miss it. That's, I want to tease you about that. Don't miss it. Are you, you wearing know? your vest or your sweater tonight? <laughs> on, Just watch uh, it. You know what? That's a good... What do you I think did. it should what Okay, listen, sh- I did watch it, but you wear blue all the time, so I forget what you had on. But yeah. Tonight, yeah. well, watch it, watch it tonight. And then vote. Uh, yeah, exactly. Go to a website. There was this little video, mm-hmm. sweater or vest. Sweater or vest. Simon's very uh, concerned about what he's wearing on the air, <laughs> so we must vote. Okay, Simon, yes. so go there, simonandangie.com. Yes, please. See, see In Bed with Simon. And also, I want to talk about this email. Yes. People are mad, and uh, <laughs> I'll read that when we come back on The Rendezvous. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Simonandangie.com is mm-hmm. also the website where you go if you ever want to send us an email, if you want to comment on anything we talk about, or if you need some advice from Simon or myself, we would love to answer it on the air. Absolutely. I did go through our emails today, mm-hmm. and I have an angry one, Simon. What happened? Somebody's mad at me. Somebody's so mad at you, Angie? Let's talk about it. Um, let me read this to you. It's from Travis. He says, okay, this is not hate mail, though I am angry and upset with what you said tonight. When you say, tell your husband everything, I would hope you really mean it. But when the topic of your past sexual history comes up, you stated that he doesn't really know, which is kind of hypocritical. It's one thing not to tell someone when they don't ask. It's another when you say something like that, uh, that it isn't your partner's business. Um, I agree it's not their business, but in a relationship, it's very much their business, just as it would be yours. Uh, It shows how much trust there is, honesty, which is important, faith in the acceptance of your partner. Now, we may not be proud of our past, but as Simon said, our past is what builds us in the future and made us who we are today. So he, Travis, Mm -hmm. is feeling like me saying that it's nobody's business when you get into a relationship, when you're in a relationship, your past sexual history. I remember this conversation. It was from a couple weeks ago we had. Mm-hmm. And we were talking about sometimes when you're in a long-term relationship, people will ask you your number. How many people did you sleep with? And I feel like it always leads to something bad. Like nothing good can come from that. So my saying in it's not their business was to keep it vague. Like unless I have something that can affect them, an STD, something like that. It's really not their business, is it? And I just feel like nothing good can come from that conversation. I I agree, Angie. I think that um, 
to the question of the number, I've always said just like you to not answer that question. Uh, if there is STD stuff like that, it's a different story. Health issues, you have to take in disclosure and all that. But mm-hmm. but but let's put that aside for a sec. Um, I don't I don't know why Travis is upset at you, Angie, because you said about the number, or you said about. No. Your husband doesn't know everything about your past sex life. He doesn't know everything about my past sex life. Well, why and I don't, should he? I don't, exactly. And I don't know everything about his. I think Travis's major issue as you read the email and go on is that he's got a personal experience from it. Uh-huh. And w- whenever you know you strike a chord with somebody, um, it's, it's usually something personal. And so I think I touched a nerve. He said that uh, he was with a woman who used him as a one-night stand after telling me a made-up story about her past. I found out it was a lie. I thought it was the start of a good relationship. It turned out she was engaged to someone and was cheating on him a lot, and he was one of the people involved in that. That's a completely different scenario, though. Like, she was engaged and using him to cheat. That has nothing to do with, you know, they were not in a relationship. He sounded like he was just a one-night stand for her. Yeah. No, I understand all that. I just think that, there's something like gentlemen and ladies, th- those words that are old school, but they're still valid. Mm-hmm. And and there's things that none of us should know about each other. Th- that's that's what the rules for my parents. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't need to know all the details. We don't need to know. I just think people think that sometimes you should know everything mm-hmm. about this sexual past. Mm-hmm. And I'm on the school that you should you should only know what you need to know before you guys got together. Well, I'm also, and I agree, Simon, and I'm also a person that believes that everybody is entitled to a sense of privacy and a sense of, you know, I'm also the same person that doesn't leave the the bathroom door open when I'm on the toilet, but some people think, hey, that's intimacy in a relationship. I don't believe that. I'm the (laughs) same person that, you know, doesn't share my passwords on my computer and my phone, not because I'm hiding anything, but it's my private, it's like my diary, it's my life. Um, So I think everybody's entitled to their past, their stories, whatever's in their mind, in their heart, what they've lived through, unless it's offensive to the person in a harmful way. Do not lie, right? So do not lie. Do not offer. But if somebody asks you, you sleep with my best friend or this or that or something that they know, I think it's best to tell the truth. It, okay. All right? In that Agreed? situation, for sure. Yes. But if you're asking a woman in her 30s, how many people have you slept with? I don't know. Uh, sh- I don't know. Sh- shame on you for asking. Right. Why shame. are you asking? That says something about you. Yes. What, in, what sort of insecurities? Insecurity. Yeah. Well, I agree with that, Simon. And and thank you, Travis, for your email. I just wanted to explain you know, what I meant by that. And now we have calls, too, that we want to take when we come back. 855-905-8255. When we return, let's take some calls on The Rendezvous. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Simon, we were just talking about an email from Mm -hmm. Travis that we got about a subject we talked about a couple weeks ago uh, about disclosing your entire past sexual history with the people that you are currently with. I said, I don't know what good can come from that unless I have some kind of, you know, STD that could affect the person I'm with. Like, why do you want to know? Why do you want to know? I I don't know. Insecurity, usually. Insecurity. Uh, People want to talk about it, though. Maybe some people feel differently. Let's go to the phones on the line is Marnie from Oak Park, Illinois. Hey, Marnie. Hey, bonjour. Hey, what's going on, you guys? Hey, thanks for calling the rendezvous. You have a comment. I do, actually. Um, you know, I, 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 I kind of, a, it's kind of complicated, but I'm going to try to sum up. Like, I, I'm, I'm a healer, and um, I'm all about energies and stuff, and I'm all about, like, reading people. And I think that 
that the whole thing that has to do with that is, um, you know, everybody's everybody's energies and everybody's responses and stuff are different, and everybody's perspective and stuff is different. So it's like mm-hmm. the the email that you got from Travis. Like I was listening to what you guys were saying and listened to the whole thing, and um, it definitely uh, comes from someplace. Yes, you know, it comes from it comes from him being her, and mm-hmm. you know, he's lashing out based on his own experience. But you know, I I have kind of takes on it, like. Like for instance, you know, if you're if you're dating somebody for six months and they ask you that question, are you? I know, like, where where's your head in this relationship? Are you sure that this person is going to be somebody you're with? You know, can you trust to tell them the truth, or they're going to judge you? You know, or um, you know, or is it um, you know, is it it's not it's not their business because they didn't know you then? You know, and and I right. and I have to say from my own experience too, mm-hmm. I've been with somebody that I loved very much that was extremely jealous. Okay, you know, and so see like that's you, I. I think, Marty, that's what Simon and I were touching on. I want to talk to you again in one second. Can you hang on? Because I know you have more to say, and I have some questions. I yeah, know Simon does, too. Yeah, yeah. So can you hold on for one second, Marty? Sure. Okay, we'll get back to this subject yes. when we come back on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Thanks for listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. So we have Marnie on the line from Oak Park, Illinois. Simon, this this goes back to an email we got. Somebody was mad how at me because I said that I wasn't really all about discussing your entire sexual past mm-hmm. with your current person. It's not really anybody's business. The past is a past unless... There's something that is, yeah, you know, could hurt them, health like issues that. or something. And Marnie, we were just talking to you. You you somewhat agreed. You touched on a good point that said that, you know, a lot of times it comes from your experience, trust issues, and that's where we left off. And have you been the type that has been asked these questions? What have you done? How have you responded? I definitely have been asked. Um, you know, what What I find is, um, believe it or not, like reverse psychology kind of works in that situation. Um I've actually been like, okay, well, um, how many have you been with? You know, so, like, have them face that themselves. Have them face having to answer that to you. How do they feel about it? You know, and and, um, I think when you do that, um, they're they're kind of seeing from your perspective what it's like to be, you know, have that question all of a sudden put at you. You're put on the spot. We we always have different ways of. Of, of viewing it like like for me I think well, before you're in a relationship and you know somebody it's you don't know them you don't even know of them they don't know of you you know why right. why should you have to tell them about your past your right. past experiences that have brought you to where you are exactly you know? Simon uh, what do you say uh, Amani I don't uh, totally agree with you because I don't believe in answering an aggression by an aggression or question by a question I would not when somebody asked for your number I would not say let me let me you go first I would just not answer at all and and respect that. So I get your point. My strategy is to show it's rude and disrespectful. There is an, a word privacy. It's a pre- it, it's a precious word. Mm-hmm. It's part of of the love language. Privacy. What is in the past should stay in the past. And so that's why I don't believe in somebody jealous being more jealous. If somebody say where have you been, you go where have you been back. I believe in taking the high road on that one to so- calm down the drama. I, I, I agree with you too, Simon. It's it's hard. I know what Marnie's trying to say. It's like, well, put yourself in my shoes type situation. This doesn't feel good to be asked this question. But I want to, Simon, talk more about what you just said yeah. when we come back. Thank you so much, Marnie. Yeah, Marnie, thank you. From Oak Park for listening and for commenting tonight. And thank you for listening to The Rendezvous. More on this subject. Stay tuned when we come back. Thank you for listening. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We've been talking about whether or not to discuss 
your number if somebody asks, you know, the ooh la la number. How many people before me? I'm a firm believer that the past is in the past unless it could affect somebody in a health way. And, you know, Simon, we talked to uh, just now Marnie uh, from Illinois who was saying, you know, well, why don't you ask somebody else that? And you said, don't don't answer an aggression with an aggression. Don't answer a question with a question. What do you mean by that? And, and Angie, what I meant by that is, and I've learned from my parents, they always said when somebody's acting childish, if a child is yelling, you don't yell louder. Right. You take a time out. Right. When an adult acts childishly, you don't start to act childishly yourself. You take a time out. Mm-hmm. And then you reflect and you can have a calm conversation. The worst you can do towards a jealous person is become more jealous. Mm-hmm. If somebody's more stingy than you, you become more stingy than them. If somebody's more violent, you're going to become more violent. That leads to war in right. a relationship or in society. Right. So my point was to Marnie, well, when there is a major problem, let's take the time out. Let's not overdo it. Right? Because I think... And maybe you've been there, you know, you, you, you've been married for eight years. Sometimes there's a tension at home. Everybody has tension. Mm-hmm. Right, Angie? So then you have two choices. You can remain calm, take the time out, or option B, you yell. And, and, and what is that solving? And, and exactly. And I think what I've learned with my parents, I've never heard my parents yell at each other. So Really? Never, they, no, never. Never once. Are you sure they're not out in the backyard, like, throwing things at each other and screaming? Well, if they are, But at least they, they kept it from you. Yeah, they kept it from us. Uh-huh. So, no, they're very calm. <laughs> there was always this notion that we can talk about it later. They would not escalate yeah. the, uh, the, the, the the passion in the, in the disagreement. The worst I have faced personally, mm-hmm. it's in the name of jealousy becomes in the name of love. My jealousy is justified because I love you. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean that. It really means, you know, my jealousy because I'm insecure. Right. But they use the love word. They say, they use but the I love. love you so much. I love you. That, that's why I need to know where you are. That's why, because I worry about They're you. acting like it's a protection thing. It's a manipulation, though. It's not, it's not authentic. No, it's not. So do not fall in the trap of that. Now, here's a question for you, Angie. When, and it's not the case with Jason because it's not like that. But in past relationships mm-hmm. with jealous guy. Mm-hmm. What have you learned from that when when people would ask those questions and what was your go-to strategy? And I've had people very much like that. That's a good question. You know, in the past, but that was in a learning experience as well because I had given into it. Well, wow, maybe they do just really care and they're trying to protect me, you know, like checking on uh, my texts or reading emails or wanting my password or wanting to know where I am all the time. It's them protecting me because I never had protection growing up yes and yes. so i was like this is what it's supposed to feel like and then i realized that that's not what that is it's it's a, a jealousy thing it's a controlling thing it's uh an insecurity thing on the on the part of the other person and it's stifling and it makes you miserable and there's no way to grow in that environment so it took me a long time to learn that that's what it was and then once you're with someone who isn't yeah. demanding that of you it, it opens your eyes to the idea that, oh, they're trusting. This is what trust feels like. There's a big difference between uh, protection and trusting someone. And I feel like when you're mm-hmm. asking somebody their number, it's a way for you to hold it over their head down the road. The same way you're asking for passwords because you're trying to find something. You're trying to find something to hold over their head. You're trying to find something to you know, make them indebted to you or, or that you have power. It's a power thing. And, I, and I'm not yes. cool with the power play. No, I, I agree. It, and also the moralization. So the, the number thing is to moralize the mm-hmm. fact that if your number would be more than five, six, whatever the number. Right. Somebody judge you for being. It's a judgment. Maybe an easy man or an easy 
crazy woman or this and that. And that's where all the traps, I've learned them years after years of years, all those questions not to answer. So yes, the past makes us, it's true. We are the result of the past. You know, I've always said I'm the man I am today. Was was thankful to all the women who, who who wanted me in their life. Even the good and the bad. Absolutely, it, it, because you learn because from you, it. You learn. Hopefully, you love, you cry, you smile again, and yes. you take a chance again, right? That's, yes, that's the love life of any any of us. All these relationships, even the bad ones. Hopefully, we're learning from them. Sometimes we have to repeat them like ten or twelve times before <laughs> it really sinks in. But they all mean something. Exactly. And c'est so, la vie. C'est la vie. It's life. All right. Good. Oh. Well, thank you, Simon, for for clearing that up with Marnie and and Travis. Thank you for your email as well from earlier. So when we move on, we are going to do a bonjour, Simon oh, Marcel. Oh yes, bonjour, bonjour. Yes, at simonandangie.com, where you can send in your emails if you need some love advice. And we have people that want advice from you, Simon. Sure. Let's do that when we come back on the Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Simon Marcel. We Angie get, Taylor. Say hello, my love. Bonjour, Angie Taylor. Bonjour. We get Looking s- good tonight. Ah, Thank you very with much. That, the blouse. I had a very busy day, so I actually have hair, makeup, and clothing on today. Yeah, you which still have them on. Yeah, that's is different than still usual. Still looking good. <laughs> thank you. So listen, we have uh, emails that come in all the time at simonandangie.com wanting advice. There is a contingency of people that really love your advice. You're very uh, non-judgmental. Oh, You're very... You caring and loving and romance based Thank whereas you. i'm a little bit more, more like realist. like shake you what the heck is wrong with you <laughs> um and somebody you know needs a softer touch sometimes so let's go to sarah she wrote us from uh, she listens on mix 106 in philadelphia shout out to philly she yep. says bonjour simon marcel bon- sarah bonjour sarah I really like this guy, but I'm too shy to go talk to him, and he's too shy to talk to me. I feel like we get these emails all the time, the shy. Mm -hmm. I should mention that we used to be great friends, but we kind of grew apart, and now I really need some advice on how I'm supposed to approach him. Because it's probably awkward if they used to be friends, and now not anymore, and now she really likes him in a different kind of way. So the shyness thing, how do you get over that? Well, so, Sarah, thanks for your email, first of all, and, and, and listening to Angie and I. The question you have for yourself as a woman, you have a great privilege. You do not have to say anything, all right? So if you feel shy, here's what you do. You have to just physically get close to him enough, casual conversation, touch your hair, you know, that movement. That touch his elbow when you're talking. If just one touch mm-hmm. and look at him in the eyes, three seconds with a smile, he gets it. Body if, language. That's it. You don't even know. You don't even you don't even realize as a man that we get the message. Mm-hmm. All of us men know what this means. Mm-hmm. When a woman touch her hair like that, and 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 you know, if you touch his shoulders, I'm just a, a split second. Nothing you say. So you have a casual conversation. Don't say anything special. Eye contact. That's it. Smile. One. You just. You know, like brush up his like his clothes on his on just his arm. That's all, Sarah. That's all it takes. That'll get the, and the, the tingles. Look. Yes. Three seconds too long. Two seconds too long. Yes. The guy gets the message. Yes. If he likes you, he's gonna say something, and he gets it. I think I am a huge believer in body language and just saying hi. Saying hi opens all the doors. Hi. The, hi. Smile. And in America, especially, if you touch somebody's shoulder, if you yeah. do anything with the hi, you know it's on. Otherwise, people do shake hands or hugs. They don't start touching the, your body parts for any reason. Otherwise, that means they kind of like you. Creepy. Yeah. Uh, right. yeah. <laughs> no. Otherwise. Sarah, thank you so much for writing in. Yes. Bonne chance. Go do it. Like Simon said, body language and say hi and smile and there you go. That's all you need to do. All right. More of The Rendezvous when we come back.
You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We're all about love, dating, romance, relationships. Mm -hmm. If you got problems, we're going to solve them, hopefully. You know it. (laughs) You know it. Hello, Simon Marcel. Bonsoir, Angie Taylor. My little French baguette. How are you? (laughs) You crack me. I'm good. Yourself? (laughs) Good. You look very nice tonight, and you're all blue. So listen, uh, yesterday on the show, we were talking about how a girlfriend of mine uh, loves to complain about her husband with her best friends, me being one of them. That's it, yep. And you had a great point where you said she wants to vent and she doesn't want advice. And yeah. that was in my mind all day yesterday. And you're absolutely right. However, he knows that she's venting to us. Mm-hmm. And I know that he can't stand us because of it. He doesn't have any reason to dislike us. We've been nothing but nice. Um, however, he knows that she, their relationship is very volatile, uh, volatile, and she will always come to her friends, and she does. So, uh, coincidentally, yes. I happened to find this uh, study <laughs> about how if your husband dislikes your friends as a wife, if he right. dislikes your girlfriends, you are linked to a greater divorce risk. Really? I'm not going to say my fingers are crossed because I don't wish divorce on anyone for her. So if you are married and your wife's girlfriend don't like you. No, 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 no. If the husband doesn't like the friends. Oh, if they, okay. So if you're the husband, you don't like your wife's girlfriend. The chances of divorce are higher. I'm not surprised, though. The influence of the girlfriends well, let's, be huge. Yes. The influence can be huge. And... Your input does matter, and that goes back to what we talked about yesterday and what you had to say. So I want to talk about this study Mm -hmm. and how it means I should keep my mouth shut. And (laughs) let's talk about that when we come back on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Simon Marcel. Angie Taylor. Hello. Bonsoir. Bonsoir. So yesterday we were talking about how I have a girlfriend who's married. Mm -hmm. Uh, When she's around her three best friends, me being one of them, she does nothing but complain about her husband. Yes. I said to you, Simon, oh my gosh, I don't know what to say to her anymore because none of us can stand this guy. Mm -hmm. We feel bad. He's just not a good guy. The relationship is bad. What are we supposed to say? You had a great point, and you said- I said you're supposed to let her vent. You're not supposed to give her advice. Exactly. She just wants to vent. And that's hard, though, when you love someone and you care about them, to listen to them vent and know it's toxic and not- be like, what are you doing? And want to shake them. But it's almost, and you'll get it more than anyone because you're, you're a mom. If sometimes your daughter Hannah is really upset mm-hmm. at something at school or something, mm-hmm. she wants to vent, right? Yes. Doesn't mean she wants you, the mother, to tell her what to do. Oh, or this, for sure. Right? Same and thing no, later on in life. Nor would I want my friends to give me advice on how to parent my child. Right? Yeah, right, exactly. Because I'm if, a mama bear. Like, don't tell me how to parent my kid. Yeah, you come here and say, you know, oh, my God, this and that. You know, yes. We listen. We don't tell you to do it like that. That was a very big learning moment for me that you oh. said that, that there's a difference between venting and wanting advice. Absolutely. And you have to go in knowing the difference. So I found this study that backs that up, maybe, mm-hmm. that says a husband's dislike of his wife's friends is linked to a greater divorce rate. Researchers studying marriage and friendships found that among couples— when a husband disapproves of their of their wives' friends during the first year of marriage, mm-hmm. she's in her first year of marriage, mm-hmm. that the couples were more likely to end up divorced than when husbands were cool with their wives' friends. When the husband felt the wives' friends interfered with the relationship, mm-hmm. their chance of divorce was nearly doubled. Women's attitudes toward their husbands' friends don't really matter as much. I guess we just assume that 
either you guys don't talk about relationship issues with your friends, which I know is not true because my husband tells me he does, Mm -hmm. (laughs) or we don't think that the guys that you hang with are that influential that they'll break up our marriage or manipulate your mind in any way. Apparently, husbands tend to think that their wives' girlfriends exacerbate these problems rather than help fix or just listen. So, So it's a good question. First of all, Angie, let me ask you this. How much do you listen to your girlfriends for your own? How much? Uh, how much do I listen? To them, to those three girls that are so close to you in the world. Every day. Every day. We talk every day. But how much could they influence you on a an issue with Jason? Um, it, interestingly, my friends know not to overstep their boundaries when it comes to that. Okay. And I've, I've tried to do the same when it has come to them. Uh, which is why I, I was talking to you about, ooh, all these problems. I really want to say something. I don't think I should. Right. And you were smart in saying don't. Don't. Um, but I don't know that they would influence. At the end of the day, I'm going to do what I'm going to do because I'm a grown woman. However, uh, yes, I might step back and say, well, maybe they have a point. But then I'll also look at their relationships and be like, well, who are you to say anything? That's, maybe your relationship isn't perfect. That's my second point uh-huh. is that most of the time, you close, close girlfriends don't have the distance at all. They love you. They have their own issues. Right. You know, unhappiness attracts you. unhappiness. Mm-hmm. So if one goes down, there's an influence that everybody goes down. So when when one when one uh, marriage or, or you know goes you know bad, it's contagious. Mm-hmm. Unhappiness is contagious. Happiness is contagious too. Just remember that. So one of the girlfriend has a bad marriage or has a bad issue, it can be contagious because it gets everybody upset. You mm-hmm. know. So. At the same time, you think, okay, for us guys, when we have a problem, okay, like who do I talk to? My brother Benjamin, who mm-hmm. wants to hear two minutes, he gets bored with me after two minutes about that. Mm-hmm. Or my cousin Nicholas, who doesn't care after five. So I don't think guys talk about it that much. That's true, Angie. Women talk about it way more than we do. We don't spend hours talking about Not, it. I don't know if Jordan's here. Yeah, I don't think you guys maybe will dissect, dissect it as much as women do. What do you say, Jordan? You oh, remember? no, I totally dissect it. You dissect I talk, it? Oh, okay, yeah, so. me and my buddy. I got. <clears throat> I think you're younger generation, too. You're yes. not married. It's a little bit different. Sometimes when you're married, you okay, don't want to divulge personal stuff about your marriage. But, you, you know, being single, yeah. Yes. So you do. I, I do. I, I absolutely don't. I, I do You're not older. I, I'm, yeah, well, I'm 20 years older than and more than that than than Jordan. We're here. older, yes. Yeah, we're yeah. Older. So it's a different it's a different strategy. I right. do not. I okay. Do not. Well, there are people on the phone that want to talk about it right now. Eight five five nine zero five eight two five five. Let's open up the phone lines. Are your spouse's friends interfering? Do you think it's going to ruin the relationship? Because I certainly don't want to be that friend, mm-hmm. but I love my friend. So what do we do? Let's talk about it when we come back on the rendezvous. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Simon, we're talking about this study I found that kind of applies to one of the dilemmas I have with a friend who I feel is in a not good marriage. Mm -hmm. Um, And she talks to me about it a lot. But the study says that husbands' dislike of their wives' friends is linked to a greater divorce risk. Sometimes we friends can be very influential. We can meddle. We can make things worse when we're really trying to make things better. Um, So let's go to the phones, 855-905-8255. We have a call from Winchester, Virginia. On the line is Derek. Hey, Derek. Hey, Angie. I'm so glad to talk to you. Hey, Simon is here too. Say hi, Simon no, Marcel. No love for me. I'm jealous. I apologize. I apologize. That's, that's okay. I understand. Uh, no, thanks for calling the rendezvous. You have a comment on the marriage and the friends. 
Yeah, um, I've noticed the same thing, and uh, I, I, I agree that uh, a friend of it's not my marriage, but a friend's marriage, um, his wife's girlfriends make just very subtle, disparaging comments continually at every time I've, I've gone by their place. They, they throw a lot of parties, and I can't believe anything other than they're trying to undermine the guy. Mm-hmm. So you feel it. like she's they're all talking on the side about the problems in the relationship. So the girlfriends come in and make nasty comments. Yeah, they're not even direct, but uh, but they're they're very subtle, but they're so, insidious. The the so, question I have for you, we're just talking with Jordan here um, next to me. We talked about. I mean, I am forty eight. I don't talk with my brother or my cousin, no man really about my own relationships more than two minutes. I don't mm-hmm. dissect them. I would talk with Angie here, Joe. I would not talk really with guys. Jordan said, on the other hand, that he dies. He's now 25, so we had more than 20 years. And what about you, Dick? Do you talk when you have a problem with your girlfriend, with your, your guy's friend, or it's something you don't do? Uh, I don't. I actually I talk with my mother. To tell you the truth. Oh, okay. oh my gosh! So you just different... you just said you just touched a nerve, Derek. Can you hang on for one second? Because I feel like this can be an even worse meddling problem, a much worse meddling problem than the girlfriend. Depends on the mother. Depends on the mother. But Derek, I want you to hold on one second, okay? Okay. And, and when we come when we come back, we're going to talk about telling Mama all the problems. Ooh, we just went to a new level, <laughs> new level. Interesting. On the, yeah? Uh, yeah. When yeah. we come back on the rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Thanks for listening to The Rendezvous tonight with Simon and Angie. So we're talking about people that can interfere in your relationships, even though they are meaning to do good, trying to help. You know, I was talking about how my girlfriend's going through a bad time with her husband. I feel like I want to say something, but Mm -hmm. it's going to be an interference. And we have Derek on the phone. Thank you, Derek, for hanging on from Winchester, Virginia, who was saying before we went to break, yes, sometimes I'll talk to my mom about my problems with my girlfriends. And I was like, whoa, because now you just like punted that into a new stratosphere. Derek. Really? The mom with the problems well, with the girl? Well, she knows me best and, and she was a young woman, so she has insight. And, and I know that, you know, mother daughter relationships are really complicated. So I know why people would object, but uh, she's my go to. Do you think that more than anybody, especially with sons and their mamas, that moms could have a really hard time being objective? Even if you're in the wrong, Derek, which I'm sure you never are, but even if you are in the wrong, mom will always take your side and find a way to, I don't know, maybe make you feel like the other person is in the wrong. Simon, what do you think? I know you're close with your mom. I'm very, very close to my mom. I've talked to my mom a couple of times about ex-girlfriends, and I love her advice, but I would not talk about it on a daily basis or small thing. I do think it depends on your mother. Some mothers have the distance, mm-hmm. some mothers that, you know, have the your interest, but also they've been women, younger women, like Derek said. So I don't think it's such a bad thing, depending on your relationship with your mom and if your mom is objective. Right. And and that's the key. And, right? But I think it's so hard. I want to talk more about this, Simon, you and I, when we come back. Yes. But Derek, thank you so much for calling Interesting, in. Interesting, Derek. Yes. Thank you. And, and, and yes, thank, thank you, you, honey. Yes, <laughs> but keep listening because I want to talk more about the mom stuff and I want you to hear it. Yeah, and, uh, you know, not that talking to mom is ever a bad thing, but uh, there's some points. Mom and dad. And mom we want to talk dad. about, too, if your daughter, would you go to your dad? Let's, let's talk about that. That's too. great. Let's get into the mom stuff. When we come back, mom and the relationship on The Rendezvous.
Thanks for listening to The Rendezvous tonight with Simon and Angie. Simon Marcel. Angie Taylor, bonsoir. Bonsoir, my love. Good so, evening. Good evening. And we've been talking a lot about other people interfering in your relationships. Mm-hmm. Started out with your girlfriends interfering and the husband getting mad. Then we took a call from Derek who said, hey, I tell my mom everything about the relationship. And I was <laughs> like, oh, you want to talk about interference? How about mom <laughs> involved in this equation? And... I was trying to say, you know, before we had to let him go, that I don't think mothers can be very objective when it comes to their sons or even their daughters, especially their sons, though, because mama's boys, let's be honest. Mm -hmm. And there's a competitive thing with women. And you're talking about a woman that might be upsetting your son. Oh, no, mama Mm -hmm. does not like that. So it's hard to get honest advice. And Jordan was telling us, our assistant producer off the air, that his mom uh, was really upset with a girl he was dating because Jordan was telling her everything. And so the girl knew that. Now they're fighting. And it's just, I don't think that you should ever, if you are going to ask mom a question here, there, never let the girlfriend know because now there's a contentment there. No, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. The, the other thing that I've learned uh, is is I would not go to my mom for the everyday fight, but the big decision I certainly would. I think no one should really, you know, do the big move without if you if you believe your mom is is worthy mm-hmm. of the advice. Mm-hmm. Getting engaged, getting married, and all this because most most ninety nine percent of the mom would love. To see you happy, mm-hmm. and they might see something that you don't see. Right, and that's that's important. So, but you have to make sure that mom is seeing it with a clear view because, yes, uh, like you said, people can see outside the fishbowl things we can't see because we're in love and we're involved, and love is blind sometimes, it, it, and it, other people can see. The, but is she being real or is she being jealous or competitive the, or what is it? The reason I said that is because I've seen friends of mine being with very bad guys, violent men. Their mom told them a million times, and they saw it coming, and they never listen. And so sometimes to protect the daughters, I wish they listened to their own mother. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes. Because mm-hmm. they see it. Mm-hmm. They've been there. You know, they said when I was younger, yes. I made the same mistake. Yes. That argument, I don't know if it works for, for younger women. Well, it's hard because I feel like, especially when you're younger, you can take everything with a grain of salt. But I feel like ultimately we do what we're going to do. And also sure. when we're younger, we have to learn those lessons. We can't rely on our parents to say, well, I did this. You can't do this. Or I did this. I learned this way. It, it's kind of like saying, you know what? That fire is hot. Don't touch the fire. You keep putting your hand because you want to see how hot is it? Is it really hot? Or are they just saying it's hot? And then you're like, oh, my God, but it's totally hot. But you had to see it yourself. Angie, the, the healthy way my mom did it was me. When I would ask something, she would not think is appropriate for the answer. She would text say, listen, don't talk to me about that. I should not. Don't ask me that, Simon. Right. And the fact that she could sometimes. But would, she she could do she, that. Yes. And most would, mothers cannot. No. She would say, oh, wait a minute. That's not for me. That's between you and right. her. Don't right. ask me that question. And it's hard to do as a mom because you love your children more than anything. You want them to be happy. You don't want anybody to hurt them, hurt their feelings, make them cry. But if your mother can be smart enough to treat you like an adult, or not smart enough, but uh, take her Maybe take it, her emotion it, out of it enough to or, treat you like an adult, like she was counseling a friend. Yeah, and, and, and evolve. It's a matter of also, I think, being, being evolved enough to understand that us young guys, you know, now, you know, we, we need the advice, but also we want to vent also. We go to our mom because our mom loves us so much. Right. And then we put our mom in a situation to be in the middle of our relationship where she shouldn't be. Right. Right. So, and that's why you have to be careful how much. On that one, I, I agree with, with Jordan because Jordan talked about, and he's 25, 20, 20 years younger than me. Mm-hmm. And he said he went to his mom a lot, right? And yeah. it didn't yeah. help. Him? It didn't help your ex-girlfriend? No, it didn't maybe, help anybody. It didn't help your mom either, maybe? You were the loser in that situation. I was the loser, yeah, because yeah. both of them had their own opinions. And they All were like, of them were. 
Yeah. And, and, but, and, and that's something you're learning, Jordan, because you're still new at relationships and you'll learn as you go. And you have to. You just have to experience it to know that that doesn't work. Next time I won't do that. But you also have to take the lead. Um, and, and, and your girl has to follow your lead when it comes to your mother because your relationship with your mother, that's your relationship. Your girlfriend is completely – because your mom's always there. Mom's always going right. to be there. But you have to manage that too so it doesn't – interfere and so that the girlfriend isn't jealous and the mom isn't jealous because you're managing two women at the end of the day and Ooh. that's always hard to juggle that's tough no matter what no matter yeah, who they to, are yeah they each have to have their own place in your house exactly. separated from each other exactly and women are competitive no matter what even if it's your mama she'll compete so <laughs> you got to be careful but simon you had some great points jordan i love hearing your perspective on that as well and Thank uh you, mamas are our, our, our boys we got to raise them the way they treat women is all because of the way you interact with them. It's very important. So, uh, oh, that's we should talk about that. Simon, too. you are the perfect example of that. Oh, thank you. Yeah. We will talk I've been about lucky that. with my mother. Yeah, let's talk about that because okay. I want to explain something. Let's talk about it tomorrow on the show. Uh, more of the rendezvous when we come back. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Thanks for being with us tonight. We had a lot of great conversations, we calls, sure did. yes, emails. We talked about uh, telling your partner about your sexual past, that mm-hmm. that magic number that, I don't know, should be discussed. Uh, husbands who don't like their wives' friends are more likely to get divorced, and that turned into telling your mom all your problems, too, which, come on, it can be very difficult. And there was a study about that. If you missed anything... Make sure you check it out at simonandangie.com. But, Simon, when we were talking about the relationship problems and who to talk to, Mm -hmm. you had a great Simon Says tonight. Thank you, Angie. I said solving your relationship problems starts with your own relationship. Meaning? Meaning that, you know, when there's a problem between you and your man or you and your partner, it starts and ends there. That's where you have to solve it. You're not outside first, inside. Inside. No unspoken, you know, communicate, talk together. Yes. And then things can change and evolve. It's like the the too, ma- too many cooks in the kitchen. Everybody has an opinion. Everybody has an opinion. Then you're, suddenly you're confused and the recipe is a disaster. Exactly. And, and then the chocolate mousse will suck. Oh, no. We and don't want we the don't chocolate want mousse to suck. No, my favorite dessert. <laughs> <laughs> so. Well, thank you for being with us tonight. Like we said, if you missed anything, it's all at simonandangie.com as well as the FYI channel In Bed with Simon every, show. Every Tuesday night. Don't miss it. And I'm and I'm telling you, the new episodes are even better than the past. So yes. check the past one, right? now simonandangie.com and look for it for the new one yeah it was on earlier tonight so you can go see it right now right now right now thank you for being with us on the rendezvous with simon and angie bonne nuit angie bonne nuit the rendezvous show with simon marcel and angie taylor